Welcome back to another episode of the Me Situation Podcast. Without me giving too much information about what's been going on in my family life, but something happened in my family that prompted me to do this podcast episode. But it was about a time I was with an organization and I felt that I was getting played. An organization was called IML, which stands for I markets live i didn't see if they're still called that but when i joined back in 2019 that's what it was called and i was with them for six nine months i can't remember i know it was the summertime i joined january 2019 and i left around june july or august one of those because something happened and made me realize this is this was not for me. This is this these people are playing me. But this this is how I started. So one day, it was like December 2018. I was approached by one of my, I would say, I don't know how to describe him. Like we're together, but we we're not we were not together. We were together. I don't know. But uh <laughs> I was approached by a blast from the past, and he said hey, you should join my team. We were called ABCD. I don't want to say their name because if if I say the organization, oh my, oh my hair back over here. Okay, anyway. <laughs> but if I say their name and whoever listens to this, they're going to know exactly who I'm talking about. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be right on the nose if I express what the name of the organization is. But anyway, pretty much. He said, um, join underneath his organization and stuff like that. And it's going to be Forex trading and, you know, a couple of stocks. And he has an awesome team. They all trade. They're going to help me out, get me the tools and resources that I need to be a successful trader. And I was like, okay, cool. And he showed me a bunch of, you know, profit proof. A lot of people did that back in the day. They're showing you how much money they were making. But that wasn't my selling point. I kept asking him. How often do you lose? So show me his losses. Like, okay, he's he's going to show me his losses. And then I asked him how long it's taken to be like proficient, efficient and stuff like that and accurate. And I was asking, you know, basic questions because I was really curious. And after the initial phone call with him, I don't know why he really thought about me to join his team, but he thought about me. But uh, whatever. After I researched what Forex was, it actually is not a scam. It's not. The Forex, aka foreign exchange market itself, is not a scam. People actually make money from this market. There's actual real people have day jobs trading foreign exchange. And if you think about it, when you travel abroad, you're doing foreign exchange. Like you're changing currencies out to, you know, purchase stuff in another country that you're visiting. Like you do it too, but you know, not a, on a professional level. Anyway, is my sister outside? She is. Ugh moving forward. And we had an initial conversation. I thought about it, did some research, and I realized maybe I can definitely give it a try. What's the worst that can happen? But what he failed to tell me was that I had to pay some money. When I signed up, I paid about 200 
and 79 or 219. It's in, it's in that range. I cannot remember. But I know it was a 2 and a 9 in there. That's all I know. Initially. Then every month until I got three people underneath me, signed under me, it was like 179 or something. It was like, it's a one and a nine. I, I don't remember what the price was. One and a nine, bro. I got signed under some guy. I'm call him CC, okay, because I'm trying to, you know what? Since I didn't say the organization's name, I, th- I think I can say his name. His name was Chris, okay? Since I didn't say the organization's name. His name was Chris. Signed underneath him. And my ex, I didn't give him a name. I'm calling Ray Ray. So Ray Ray, after he signed me up underneath Chris, he decided to give me Chris's number. I think I still have his number, actually. Give me Chris's number so we can, you know, connect, communicate, and tell me what the next steps are. Talked to Chris. Chris was acting so lost in the sauce. And I was like, does this guy know what he's doing? Um, is is he the one supposed to be teaching me how to trade? What is happening? Chris was oblivious. And now I think about it, I think what Ray Ray was doing was helping Chris get his three people and moving on like a semen line, moving on to the next, signing up more people, more people, more people. That's that's why I think what was happening. And that's why Chris, not thinking about it years later, why he was freaking clueless. He didn't know anything. Besides the point, at the minute with him, Chris and Ray Ray added me to all these Telegram channels. Is that what it's called now? Telegram channels? And it was one channel that had everybody that was underneath this organization. I can say their name because it's going to be too direct. Too direct. Like, <laughs> I'm, not trying, I'm not trying to throw no strays right now. I'm just trying to keep it very light. Trying to keep it very... <laughs> trying to connect nobody but I don't want to coming for me please don't come for me like because <laughs> I, I do got the twitter fingers anyway <sighs> after I got added to that I got added to a signal channel and signals is pretty much when professionals or experts or people who's who are really good at trading and stuff like that they scan the market study the market and they make their own decisions on what will be the best or ideal trades for you to make profit? So they typically have a entry point. They have a take profit one, two, and three. So typically a take profit one would be 20 pips. Take profit two would be 40 pips. And a take profit three would be 60 pips out. And they also have a stop loss, which is going to be a price point that you want to be out the market is going to automatically exit. And it sometimes a slippage depending on how fast the market is going. And sometimes they stop it before the stop loss. Sometimes they, you know, get it after your stop loss profit, but it depends on your broker. (sighs) Then they signed me up for a channel that has general IML type of messages that you typically would get in your email or on a website but the Telegram channel was like another means of letting you know information. So those are the three ones that I signed up for. Then underneath the organization, there were people who had, how can I say this? Trading styles, different trading styles. And we could take classes from them. Sometimes it was every blue moon. There were others on there that had it every week, but we were constantly learning stuff. I got signed up under 
those channels if I needed to. But yeah, it was just a whole group of people that I was trying to trade. I think that channel that I was on in the organization, it was like over a thousand people. I was like, geez. After I got signed up for Telegram stuff, I remember they gave me ebooks about trading and like, you know, rich dad, poor dad type of stuff. And they wanted me to read it. Then I finally was taught how to use the website. And on the website, I'm not gonna lie, the website actually had some good useful information. I actually kept the notes. So this was my old notebook, all right, for the people who are yeah, watching my YouTube channel. I literally kept my dang notes, C-I-M-L. I kept my freaking old notes. Ugh. I wrote the Forex pairs, Forex pairs, what is going to be the volatility, and you want high volatility. And I talked about the volume, the sessions, there's Sydney, Tokyo, London, and the New York session. That's pretty much the, the time frames of like when a market's running. I like the New York session. That's my humble opinion, but whatever. Then the Harmatic Scanner. The Harmatic Scanner was like their homegrown type of system. They had products and resources that is automatic with your subscription, I would call. What I was paying was a subscription. And there were other stuff you had to pay for. And one of the stuff you had to pay for was... What was it called? Uh, it was several stuff you had to pay for. And I remember it was one of them that actually was, it act like a signal, like how I described what was happening in the Telegram. It was like their own signal service and you had to pay extra for that. But everything that they offered was not given to you automatically. You had to pay a little bit extra. So I forgot, but I know the harmonic scanner was with my regular base stuff. And then the Fibonacci um, tool, you could totally use that in TradingView and that's, that's free, TradingView is free. Then, you know, I wrote down like what's four eggs and like what's lot sizes. Lot sizes is how much your, how can I say it, is your contract, how much money you're trying to trade. And then I talked about leverage and that's how much the broker is helping you. It's like, it's like a extra pushing your funds to help place these trades because technically when you place a trade, <laughs> You, you you need leverage because if you don't have leverage, you, you need a bunch of money <laughs> that you don't have. So the broker gives you like a little boost, which is called leverage. And then I talked about pips and stop loss and everything. Like everything was in this book. Like I actually learned some good basic stuff. I'm not going to go down the line too, too far. I'm not going to go off the deep end because I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying to keep this conversation really basic so you understand like what if I was looking at and what was happening at the time. But yeah, that's the basic information that I was pretty much getting from the Academy. And I thought it was pretty good. However, now I'm looking back on it now. If I kept just keep watching those videos over and over again, honestly, I never would have progressed as a trader, just to be honest, because it is it was just basic stuff. Yeti had advanced classes, but I feel like the advanced classes was technically basic to me. Now I'm like years later, it's, it's 2023 now, and I've had a bunch of trading experience. Now I manage accounts with prop firms right now. After me looking at all my trials and tribulations, I feel that even their advanced courses was actually kind of beginner to me, but whatever. 
after that, pretty much your, I want to say leader, this sounds weird, but your leaders, whatever, they give you certain tasks to do. Um, they advise you on which, I would say, what's it called? I guess mentors to, you know, watch or attend their meetings, but it was like a well-oiled machine in this organization. They had people who cover everything. Um, they had points of contacts. Um, if you had questions, they had trainings and everything like that. But I realized I was with these people for like six to nine months. I can't remember. I joined January 2019 and I was consistently going to these meetings every week. I went to a couple meetings every week because there were some people or mentors, quote unquote, that had trainings every week or every other week. I was consistent with them. It was certain people that I like their teaching style. So I kind of stick with their courses and stuff like that. But I noticed years later, the weekly meetings, I realized something years down the line that those meetings was pretty much getting your mental right. It was getting your mindset right um, to think positive, be a money maker. I kind of like that concept, you know, trying to get me to think positive. What I didn't like was they threw in a little bit of marketing, you know, to try to teach you how to, you know, bring people in and how to keep them in and how to be a business owner and stuff like that. But I, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling that vibe. I was not, I wasn't getting it. And I didn't feel right bringing people on. And I didn't know how to trade like that. I didn't know. And they're trying to teach me how to bring in more people, how to make this organization more appealing to bring more people in. And I think back to like my interaction with Chris, who barely even knew it, like knew anything. And I was asking all these freaking events questions and he didn't freaking know. And I thought to myself, if I don't learn something, that's going to be me when I start adding people on, but whatever. So I remember what, two or three months around like March, 2019. I remember, I remember one of the, <laughs> this is so funny. I remember one of the, I guess the higher level mentors. I don't know what to call these people. I don't know. Like we're just regular schmecker people. I remember they were asking me how I'm doing, how's everything going, which is a smart tactic now I think about it because they probably saw that I don't have three people. So I remember they lend a helping hand and they said, I'll help you get um, a couple, but that third one's going to be on you, right? I was like, uh-huh, yeah, sure. So they really did find me two people and sign me under, sign them under me. However, the issue was she said that she was going to help you with the last one. So I really had to drive. And I'm not a, especially if I'm not, if I'm not confident about something, I'm not going to come to people and like selling them a dream. I'm not going to do that. But if people came, like come to me or came to me, then I'll try to see if I can be a little persuasive, but I'm not, I'm not going to like be annoying, but like, guess how much money I made today? Cause I made none. Okay. I made none. <laughs> The whole time, those first three months, I made nothing. I was trading my demo account, which is like a dummy account. It's not real. It's fake. And then I was putting money into like a real account. And the one broker that they were promoting um, was Hanko Trade. And they were all on freaking Hanko Trade. No, I lied. Take that back. Take that back. Not Hanko Trade. Not Hanko Trade. Because I, I have a count with them now. I like Hango Trade. It's Hugo's way. There goes. I'm tripping. The broker that they were promoting so hard was Hugo's 
way. It is still around too, actually. I su- I'm surprised I still have my account with them. I didn't close my account at all. I just stopped trading on there and it's still there if I, you know, log on and progress. But it was Hugo's way. They're really promoting that. And it wasn't bad. It just that sometimes their server, this was years ago, years ago. It's probably different now, but years ago, their freaking server would chap my hole because it would freeze. And when you have a take profit or a stop loss in place, sometimes it it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't do anything. It doesn't take the take profit or it doesn't stop at your stop loss and then you're effed. And then sometimes we explain what happened when you show the broker what happened, especially if you screenshot it or like um do us do a screen record sometimes they side with you and they try to rectify your account but other times if they don't side with you that money's gone honey and you you gotta you gotta re-up so that was annoying but as i was putting more money into this freaking hugo's way account and i was trading this these demos account it was a lose-lose situation because one thing i was having this basic knowledge of trading and i was blindly taking signals from these quote unquote these accurate mentors and were just losing and then I was trading a demo account giving me false hope because a demo is fake money and it's giving me false confidence because if you think about it the mindset you have going to your demo account is totally different than your your real account like when I go into my demo account I know it's fake money, so I'm not going to trade how I would really trade in a real account. And another thing you should think about is that the demo account has over 100K in it of fake money. In my little $100, $200 account, it it doesn't equate to that. So, no. So, I was just, I was just down bad. Then, I would say at month four, a lot of people that I came in with, they were just disappearing, like dang near every week. I was like, okay, what is happening? Then I would say by month five, um, some of the shift change, I noticed some of the quote unquote mentors were leaving. I was like, what is happening? It was a it was like a good handful of mentors, like, okay, I'm gonna leave. Um, they were leaving to just trade by themselves, or I guess they gained enough enough of a following to just take people with them and then some other people went to other companies that were similar to the IML structure and they just left and they took some people with them but I noticed something it was just going down but at month six I think this I think this my epiphany happened so at month six I realized dang I keep feeding money into this Hugo's way account because when you lose your money in your real account the only way you could trade is to put more money in it. So I was putting like two, three, hundreds of dollars into this account every time I blow it. And I was just blowing money. Blowing it. Oh my goodness. I'm just so disappointed. And what I should have done now that I have experience now is that I should have stopped putting money into there and just traded my demo. Not because... I try to word this carefully so it makes sense. I should have traded my demo not because of, I would say, it just being a demo account, if that makes sense. But I should have used the demo to backtest strategies, you know? 
test out strategies and use the lot sizes as if I'm trading my 100 or 200 or $300 trading account. That's what I should have done now looking back on it. But it's totally okay. We live and we learned. But at month six, I remember, I think it's month six, because like I said, I was with them six, nine months. Because I know I left in the summer because I was losing too much money. Anyway, I remember it was this one particular meeting. And it was a, they called it an opportunity meeting. And opportunity meetings is pretty much us learning how to get more people into the organization. They were training our marketing, our smooth skills uh, to get people in underneath us so we can keep building up our little pyramid, you know what I'm saying? And at this time, I still didn't get my third person. I was still dishing out money each month. Like, I think it was like $179 each month. Each month, like month six, like you, you can count it up how much money I spent at that time. Oh my goodness. But I remember this one particular conversation, like the higher, the higher up mentors, they were talking, they were taking their turns. Um, they had really good presentations. They spoke really well. I was really impressed. To this day, I wish I could speak really articulate like them, but I can't. I cannot got speech impediment. Ugh. I remember it was time for questions and it was a guy, he came on, and he had a legit question, you know, they all answered it, but he flipped the script. After he got his question answered, they asked him, which a lot of people who have open conversations and trying to get other people to learn in a group setting, in a meeting, they always ask, have I answered all your questions and concerns? And I wish never said, actually, I'm glad they asked that because this guy never would have said what he said, which changed my life. So pretty much after they answered his questions and concerns, this guy said, no, I want to know why y'all are not trading. <laughs> these people, because you can see their face on a Zoom call. Like these meetings that we had was on Zoom call. So you can see these people's faces. So they're like, what? What do you mean? And this guy said, when is the last time y'all traded? And then they said, we trade every day. What do you mean? What do you mean? And he said, I call BS because this person's a, let's say, a, 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 P, a, a P1000 or something like that. Like they get $1,000 a month. Or or, or this one's a, a, P, a P25 to get $25,000 a month. Homie was like, BS. Y'all making all this money per month claiming you're trading if I was sure I wouldn't be trading so are y'all really trading and they're like yeah yeah we are and then he said well how come there's people on this team who do not know how to trade are y'all teaching them do y'all know how to trade so he would just calling their bluff calling them out questioning do you really know how to trade how many of these people know how to trade so they were just they were just questioning organization as a whole and then I remember the higher up mentors oh they worded it really perfectly but they were like well this person don't have the right mindset um if they, if they don't have the right mindset then they need to go so they booted this guy to call and then oh they were so strategic they didn't bash the man when they kicked him off the call but they're all like see this is why we had these opportunity calls that's why we had these mindset calls so we can just keep our heads in the game we're here to make some money we're not trying to no confrontation you know all of us are business owners and blah 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 so 
when when they, when they when they did that and when they did not answer some of his direct questions, I thought to myself, I think this man's on to something. Like I went back to their Instagram profiles. I'm not going to say their names. I went to their Instagram profiles of these higher up people, and they were just living so lavishly. I barely see them post their trading anymore. They used to post up their trading, how they traded their profit, and what was their, you know, their stats, which is their stop loss, take profit, uh, one, two, and three, if that's up to them, and their stop loss and stuff like that. But they stopped doing that, and they started promoting their lifestyle. They started promoting their cars, their houses, these bitches, these dudes. Like they're promoting everything. Their freaking jewelry, the freaking food that they're eating, their travels that they're having, their freaking jets. They're promoting everything but Forex. And it dawned on me after that meeting. I said, this man is right. These people do not care if you learn about trading. They know the basic tools. They got into this organization at a pivotal good time. And they built their organization up. They have a cult following. They have the money now because they're at the top of the, well, towards the top of the food chain. And they're good. So whatever everybody else is doing on the bottom is the least of their concerns because it's up to the people below them. Like, you know, for, 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 their, little, for their little group, it's up to them to manage their teams. Like, they're eating good up, up top. And that's when I decided to leave because, like I said, that guy changed my life. I don't know who that man is. <laughs> I hope he finds this video and remembers that day because I remember that freaking phone call. But... Since that day, I freaking left. I didn't tell nobody anything. I just stopped paying the money. Like, stopped paying the money and I stopped participating in the group. I noticed that the admin or whoever was part of that group, they didn't keep a good job of making sure who's still an active member and who's not. Because I was still in that group for like a year or so, <laughs> just receiving notifications. And then I was still left in the signals group. I was still left into the regular um IML channel what he just give out announcements but I was just so in there and I decided to like leave and what I did from that point forward is that I decided to spend my time in YouTube University I learned a lot of about training from YouTube University there's a bunch of people who've traded for years and then they which I really appreciate YouTube University, the different uh, people I watched, men and women. I really appreciate how they go look at the charts. Some of them look at the charts live. Some of them let you look at their trades for today. And then some of them let you look at trades for the week. And they walk through what was their mindset, what caused them to take that trade, what strategies do they use? And it was just so much useful than watching videos about basic Forex stuff that you can look on Google. And I thankfully gained a wealth of knowledge from multiple people. Um, I, I forgot some of the YouTubers' names, but I know a couple I just watched. I just watched, you know, The Goldfather solo e um the doyle exchange and stuff like that uh it's it's this one chick too and she quit her day job now she's a full-time trader um there's some there's 
one Asian guy that I watched. I totally forgot his name, but it's a bunch of people that I watched strictly because I just want to see their point of view. Sometimes there are strategies that do not work for all the Forex pairs. Sometimes you got to mix and match. There's not a one size fits all based off of my years of experience now. It's not a one size fits all. There's not a one golden strategy that's going to win all your trades. Please remember that there's going to be days that you're going to lose money. You're not always going to win. Always remember how much are you willing to lose in order to reach your profit target. That will save so many accounts. I have more advice about Forex, but I'm not going to go down a whole list of things. But that's what the takeaway I want to you know throw out there. But don't be afraid to question things when you feel something is wrong. And I wish I questioned sooner because I probably would have saved six or seven, nine months of, <laughs> of cash. But if it wasn't for that guy taking the courage, asking serious questions and pointing it out to me and probably several people that probably left after that day, I probably would would have been blind still following, you know, the sheep herd and still wasting money, not making any profit. But I'm so glad I left because I learned a lot more from these fabulous people. I learned from YouTube about their strategies, their mindsets, their other confluences that they use and the different tools that they use to help with their market analysis and stuff like that. And it helped me be a stronger trader today and a profitable trader to this day. And I'm so glad that I worked with my Forex funds in FTMO with funded accounts. And I feel that, especially after leaving, learning about trading some more and um, getting the funded accounts, it definitely helped me with my... I would say my risk management, especially, and working on my strategies and working on my mental. Mental, <laughs> you'll be surprised how much mental kind of messes up with your trading. If you're not in the right headspace, if if you're not thinking clearly, if you're trying to revenge trade, just don't. Just don't do it. But that was my short time lived at the iMarkets Live Academy. Don't know how they're doing as a company. I know a lot of people left from what I remember. One thing I can say, like I said, they had good basic Forex knowledge tools. But other than that, I don't think it, it made me, I don't credit them for making me the trader that I am today. I credit the wonderful people of YouTube for making me a stronger trader today but do you feel that was a pyramid scheme uh other people probably would not think that way because they provided a service which is aka like an educational tool i guess quote unquote but it was just it was just that pay structure it was just all over the place i, I don't like that i think any company who has like that weird structure about Signing people up, get a commission. It just screams, it just screams pyramid to me. But please let me know if you feel the same way. Let me know if you don't feel the same way. I'm open to hear it, but I just feel like I definitely got played. At the end of the day, I feel like I got played by <laughs> the whole thing. But it's 
it's okay. The one of the positive things that I can say is that the experience there, this whole journey, it let me get exposed to the foreign exchange market type of industry. And if this journey never happened, I, I never would have known about this and I never probably would explore this avenue. So I guess the positive is pros and cons about this whole freaking journey. But my computer's about to die. It it definitely just told me just now. And thank you for listening to this freaking episode. It was all over the place. I tried to stay on topic. I tried to go with the timeline. I'm so sorry. But I hope you have a wonderful day. I have other topics to talk about for this season three of the Miso Asia podcast. I'm trying to be consistent and stay with me, you guys. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, work on my little space right here. Other than that, thank you so much for watching and I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye. Tell him this. Did he miss? Junior wants another on my extra percent.